everybody, welcome back to App and Flow. I'm Jasmine and today we'll be doing a, not we, but I will be doing a solo episode where, you know, I'll just be speaking to you guys alone. It's kind of scary and weird because I'm alone in my room doing this and I usually have Celine with me and I'm kind of nervous because usually, you know, when I don't know what to talk about, there's always someone to help me carry and hold the conversation but today I'm all on my own so I'm just gonna try my best to talk to you guys about what I want to talk about today. Okay so today I'm just really going to share a little bit more about my journey and I'm envisioning this episode to be something that's very chill yet I hope it's insightful for you guys because it's something that I've learned and picked up along the way. So let's just dive straight into the topic. So today I really want to talk about this concept of growth mindset and this topic, I'm probably going to name it Grow As You Go and hopefully after you guys listen to this, it will be a journey that you know you and I can partake in and it will be Grow As We Go and I think it's very relevant especially in our 20s you know where everybody say that this is uh, it's where you choose your own direction it's your defining years but i think that is kind of in itself can have a negative connotation behind that especially when you don't meet people's expectations of what you should be and you know society always have this kind of mold that um, wants all of us to fit in as well so I think I've definitely experienced a lot of that pressure and it's not easy but I believe that you know through this journey you know through our ups and downs I actually learned to embrace it especially with this concept of having a growth mindset and I actually really do enjoy the uncertainty of things and you know tapping into uncharted waters I think it really helps to bring excitement to my life as well and I'm basically someone that's unafraid to chase the next uncomfortable thing because I've painted such a positive image to it. So I really think it's all about the mindset that you have in life and if you see uncertainty as um, negative and if you see it's a scary thing, I think it's even harder for you to really cross that bridge and to really get there and try the next big thing or even the next small thing. So I think we really need to change our mindset to paint it in a way that, oh, it's something that's exciting because it's something that I don't know what it's going to be, I don't know what it entails. Let's try and see new things and experience. So I believe that, you know, with discomfort, um, how do you actually paint it to be kind of like in a positive manner? I think with discomfort, it brings progress. And if you are stagnant and if you are being comfortable, it's kind of like a dangerous place to be in as well. I think that comfort essentially really is the barrier to progress and I want to progress and I want to push myself to experience new things and try new things and that is why I don't mind going to uncharted waters like what I mentioned and I think it comes with my personality as well and you can really see how I really do enjoy trying new things like skydiving, bungee, roller coaster and these are true testaments of how I'm an adrenaline junkie and an adrenaline seeker and I seek these kind of little thrills in my life even when it comes to this kind of like adventurous things but I would say in my daily life and really stripping it down to, to take that step to you know tap into uncharted waters like what I mentioned is to say yes to many things and always down to try new things. So when a friend asks you to try something new, try new food, or try a new experience, I'm always down to say yes. 
because um, I just believe that there's always something to learn from it whether the outcome is good or bad we don't know but I also believe in trying because sometimes you're always questioning yourself what if I do this or what if I try this the thing is if you keep questioning yourself you just spend time questioning yourself and you won't even know the outcome despite all the questioning so I believe that it is for you to try and no matter what the outcome is at least you know what it is and you'll be like oh well Okay, so let me put these things into context by sharing with you guys my experiences and my journey and how I managed to develop this growth mindset along the way. But let me just give you a little bit of my backstory. So, you know, since young, I've never been a, the kid that was ambitious and knew exactly what I wanted to do. And I always put myself and compare with the people around me, be it my closest, the closest people around me like my sister or my cousins or my friends because they all have some things in their mind and they're just so driven and passionate and they always have this clear end goal in mind and it's precisely because they have these end goals in mind they kind of know what steps to take to get there as well but whenever people post me the question of so what do you want to do, what do you want to become so I never really had an answer because I really genuinely don't know and I kind of see that as my weakness growing up and I always think about how I'm so aimless, I'm so not ambitious and I don't have steps, concrete steps to take to reach clear and defined goals unlike my sister or the people around me in general. But along the way, I would say that, you know, as I grew older, I managed to learn how to embrace that and embrace the fun and thrill that it brings when I don't know what I want to do and when I'm just going out there and trying things and figuring things out. So it really carried on with me even in secondary school, you know, in streaming, I didn't know whether to do pure science or whether I was an artsy person because I genuinely loved both and I loved maybe a part of science and a, a part of humans and then even this carried on even through JC where we had to pick our subjects, right? And again, it is true that I am a hybrid student, surprise, surprise, because I'm someone I realize that I get bored very easily. And when I study, I want to do math, but at the same time, I want to change and switch it up and do something sciencey, and then later write essays. So that's why I took history, but at the same time, took chemistry and then um, econs as well. So it was, I knew from a young age that I didn't want to stick to one thing and I didn't want to just do one thing and I want to do a variation of things. So that was what I realized and I picked up um, along the way. So then subsequently I went into university not knowing which course or what degree to take as well and it's purely just because I didn't mind it, it's not because I love econs or I loved math. Um, I mean yeah I did like them in JC but it was very different in uni as well. So. Even until today, I still don't have a clear, definite answer of what I want to become or what I want to do. But I am embracing that and I just want to carry the growth mindset wherever I go. And I think this has um, allowed me to be more confident in making certain choices um, in different life stages as I go. But you know, along the way, you're faced with certain obstacles as well. And there are some form of um, opposition from people uh, with regards to how I think as well. So once this person actually told me, so he actually is doing very well and he holds a very senior position in a company and he was just speaking to 
me. So I asked him a question, what is one advice you would give, you know, for people in their 20s? And then he said that it's to really know what you want. And he gave this analogy of how you want to be able to know your destination so that when you're at the bus stop, you know exactly which buses to take to get there in the most efficient and the most quickest way. Um, but I didn't quite agree with him because for me, I see, yeah, that, that might work for some people who are very clear on what they want. But what about people like me? You know, um, I don't completely disagree with that school of thought. I just think that it didn't apply to me because I feel like life is full of discovery and I see the beauty behind that. And along the way, yes, I may take the wrong bus, but I don't see it as a wrong bus. I take it as a bus where I'm able to journey with it and see what I can learn out of the different buses that I take. And I don't know where I'll get because it's like a journey to nowhere, but at least the process was fun and thrilling and I didn't know what I will discover, what I will uncover, whether it's my passion or things that I like and I don't like. And then eventually, hopefully that will help me to shape my decision along the way and have a clearer view of where I want to go. And it didn't matter to me whether I took longer or whether I was more efficient or quick. Or, or whether I was the quickest, but really, again, carrying that growth mindset to learn about things along the way and discover new and exciting things. And it's really the excitement and the thrill and the positive picture that I painted um, with it that made me more confident. And so that was kind of how I saw life to be. And to put it into a more specific context, perhaps I'll just share a little bit about my university experience, specifically the internship journey that I have um, gone through and am still going through. So I'm about to be year four and um, I think right off the bat since year one, I knew that I didn't uh, know what I want to do. So that's why I'm down to figure out what I like and what I don't like. So I believe that you know university, I think one advice for people is that just take internship, especially when you don't know what you want, because it is a very good sandbox for you to test out certain jobs in certain industries or organizational structure that you like or you don't like, and you get to meet so many people, and it's so fulfilling and so interesting to me. So the reason why I see internship as a sandbox is because of how it's so safe, and whether you like it or not, it will end by three months. So if you absolutely hate it, it's fine. You so if you're someone like me who don't know what you want to do, it's okay. Just take the first step to even want to try. And the fact that you decide to try and take the bold step of faith to try, I think that is something worth applauding already. So maybe I'll just share a little bit of my internship journey thus far. So in year one, um, I was in a travel agency, it was a startup and it was really fun because I get to work very closely with the founders and really learning how to build business ideas and see how the business come into fruition. Um, during these stages and then subsequently I joined in SME um, in the IoT industry a very exciting and fast-paced industry and was very relevant during the COVID and pandemic times as well where we did a lot of track and chasing solution and then thirdly I also went into AIA doing corporate solutions um, regarding risk and compliance and then fourth is where I took an LOA and then I was able to do a consulting internship at Kanta and then after that it was this summer I was at Telenor doing strategy and analysis and now I'm in Unilever doing consumer market insights and strategy. So it may seem like oh um, you know she has so many internships and it seems like it's so easy to get there um, 
and get all this internship. Um, I would say I get that comment a lot in the sense that even my parents, they will say, why is she so easy one? Why she can get so many internships so easily one? Um, and then people will just throw comments here and there. But really, they don't see the behind the scenes and they don't see the journey as of how I get there and they don't see the process of me getting there and the journey that I take once I land that internship as well. And in summary, and to keep things short, I would say that with all these internships, I managed to, you realize that I tried different industries from the travel to technology to financial services to consulting all the way to FMCG. So it's very exciting and this is exactly what I wanted is to really just try different industries as much as possible and also different organizational structures from startups to SMEs to MNCs as well. So that is what I wanted and I'm very thankful and very grateful and very blessed to be able to experience all of that but I must say that behind the scenes there are a lot of things that are going on because you try so many industries one day you just need to sit down and ask yourself so what exactly do I like? Uh? So what exactly do I want to do? Um, and people will also question me and ask me you have so diverse experiences so it seems like you don't know what you want to do or have you found something you want to do and my answer to them is kind of a no um, I don't have a clear defined even you know despite all this internship I can still tell you that I don't exactly know where is my end goal and my end path and I don't want to settle for that as well because I'm still very open to trying even when I'm in my year 4 and I think that's totally fine and I think with employers, they also question me as well during interviews, seeing how, you know, your resume is so japalang and so rojak, right? It's like, why are you hopping around different industries? And I would say some employers will appreciate that, some employers wouldn't, because it just seems like you can't make up your mind, you don't know what you want, even through so many internships, and it may not paint a good picture. For you so what advice from me is really how you market yourself and how you sell yourself with a rojak resume and it really depends on the type of industry that you want to get into as well i'm not saying this applies to everyone because i, I let's say you want to do insurance or you want to do banking and then of course i guess your resume has to be more tailored to you know the financial services space but for me i think the way i justify myself is really how i embrace diversity and I really want to try different things and I believe that with all my different experiences I'm able to speak to clients and stakeholders from that industry that I've experienced in previously and I'm able to value add to them as well so um, I believe that you know with all these experiences that I've had it will be kind of like a value but I must say that although I don't know what exactly I want to do I've definitely filtered things that I don't want and filtered things that I want. So that is why you can see that after joining Kanta, it was an amazing experience. I learned a lot and I really enjoy the work there, especially being someone who gets bought easily. I get to dabble on different with on different industries, different organizational structures, clients coming from everywhere and doing projects related to diverse topics. I really genuinely enjoy that. And I enjoy the work that are more consumer facing, like products that are more consumer facing. So that is why 
why I actually applied for Telenor. It's basically a Norwegian telco company that is very fast-paced and you know we get to do strategy um, for consumer side but also corporate strategy. So I really wanted to see how consulting work was being put into place within the company itself and really dabble in kind of in-house consulting and strategy. So that is why I applied for Telenor. Then eventually with Telenor, I realized that maybe the telco space is not for me and I'm not the most interested in it. So I wanted to do something more tangible and something that I could relate to more closely and it's closer to my heart, which is definitely fast mover consuming, consumer goods, right? Which is like the daily things that you use from shampoo to dishwashing liquid to the food you eat and it's just very tangible and it's I really want to see how you know brands are able to strategize and portray themselves to connect with consumers in the best possible way when they're put on shelves or even through their marketing strategies to campaigns and things like that so that is why I actually applied for Unilever as well yeah, so I just want to give context because now it sounds like I'm in an interview and oh, you know why I'm applying these. But I'm just trying, to, my point here is that, you know, it really helped me to figure out what I want and what I don't want. And it's true that one thing led to another and one door that I've opened has allowed me to open many doors after, um, despite not knowing what I want to do initially. So I'm very thankful, very glad that I was able to figure all of that out as well. So back to the point on how, you know, um, yeah, this may seem all fancy and glorious. Um, I must emphasize and stress on the journey itself and the process of getting to each in internship. So I must say that the preparation wasn't easy. There was a lot of rejection. There were a lot of dream companies that I want to get into that I didn't get into. Um, there were companies that left you hanging and just never give you an answer despite the fact that the interview, you thought the interview went well. And it's very disappointing and it's very, you get very dejected. But I think one tip is that after you get rejected by a company and if they do get back to you, ask for feedback as to why was I not the chosen candidate or is there anything that I can do better. So I really want to put into place the growth mindset, not even during the internship itself, but even prior to me getting the internship, is to have that growth mindset. So like what I mentioned, it's not about the outcome, it's about the journey. So it's really about focusing on how I can improve myself to get to where I want to be. So you don't focus on the failure, but really focusing on how every failure will actually allow you to grow a step closer to success and get the thing that you want. So sometimes you may, you may not even know what is the exact thing you want, but I think it's really putting a lot of trust and a lot of faith in God and His plan for me. Um, I know not everybody believes in Christ, but I'm just saying from my own journey and my own perspective and how it has truly helped me. Because I may think that, you know, this is something that I really want and I belong here and this is in my dream company. But I realized that after all these internships that God has placed me in, I realized that sometimes initially I wouldn't even see this as something that I really want. But after going through it, and getting through it and learning so much from it, I was able to learn a lot and figure out what I want and have a clearer idea at the end of the day. And you can see like at the end of the tunnel and you can see why God placed me here. And that essentially is for a reason. And as this saying about how rejection is protection, so it's talking about how essentially when you receive rejection, it's okay, maybe God just didn't want you there and maybe that's not where you will flourish the most or grow the most. So a lot of times we want to impose our will on God's will and that's why we pray that we will get this and we will we want this. So but God, can you bless me to get this? 
but it doesn't work like that. It's more of how we are supposed to align our will to God's will because He will always bring us to greener pastures and He will always bring us to a place that is good for us. And I indeed, you know, through my journey, I think it is a true testament to how these, all of these things are true. And it's difficult when you're in the moment because you don't see all of this. It's always how you go through it all, then you realize that, okay, um, so this is why it is. And this is why he placed me here. So yeah, I think with every failure, with every rejection, I'll definitely feel very jaded and very upset and just very dejected. Um, and it is a valid feeling, but I feel like one tip is really to not keep dwelling about it, um, but really to pray about it and see how God can really show you the way. And I think that was really what gave me a lot of hope to push me through because previously prior to Telenor it was um, so in year 3 Sam 2 right just to give you the timeline for context I was applying for so many internships and they none of them got back to me like no replies at all and barely got any interviews I think I only got about four interviews and there are many rounds to it as well and yes you can get the first round and Sometimes they just don't put you through the second round and don't say anything about it. And then again, you feel like you're um, struggling with uncertainty. You just want to know the answer quick. Like at least a no is an answer is good enough. And then you can continue applying for more companies, right? Um, but there wasn't any of that. It was just a lot of ghosting. And there was the first time I received so many ghosting um, throughout my whole you know, application journey. Um, but at the end of the day... Um, yeah, it's the struggles lah. It, and I can totally relate with anyone who struggles with that as well. But I think what's important is, again, the growth mindset is that you have already tried and it's okay if you get rejected and you have no answers. At least you tried. And you tried your best in every interview, in every stage. So that is what matters. And if they don't want you, then maybe you just really don't belong there and that's okay you just move on and if you're meant to be there maybe somehow someday after you build your experience you're able to go back there and value it and maybe it's just not the right time for the right internship okay so moving on the last thing that i want to share maybe is some tips um, for you guys so that you know you'll bring this along if you go into your next internship or if you are currently in an, on an internship right now um, you know it's just things that I've learned along the way lah, so I just thought I'd share with you guys um, and maybe it seems very basic but I think it's very important and once again it ties back to the growth mindset so when you carry this growth mindset around with you I think um, in any internship you grow you need to be proactive to ask questions and trust me I've dealt with so many consequences for not asking questions because yeah initially you just started you may be shy granted right it's okay but i think throughout the internships be proactive and don't be afraid to ask questions because you need to take advantage of the fact that you are the lowest in the food chain per se in the whole company and you have that privilege to ask as many questions as possible and no question will be stupid because you're so junior in the firm it's okay even if your question is so basic because you clearly don't know anything and you just entered 
So really just be there and ask questions and be proactive. Because many a times when you don't ask questions, you're not certain of the processes, you make mistakes, and that will snowball, and that will result in a larger consequence. And trust me, I've experienced that, and I don't want to experience that again. So I don't want any of you guys to experience the same, so I thought I'll share that. And secondly, I think it's to really build relationships. And I think I really believe in forging genuine relationships for the long run, and it's not just for the purpose of gaining something out of your colleagues but really to ask them about beyond work like really forming friendships and it's really beyond networking because you never know when they could give you advice on anything whether it's life whether it's on friendships or relationships or even school because they have you know they're much older than us and they've been there and done that in the corporate world or even as a student so I always look up to them and really just you know learn from their wisdom and their thoughts and their experience so I think through that through forming genuine relationships even now I'm still speaking to some of my ex-colleagues and it has been really really very nice and it's something that you don't want to miss out on as well and the last advice or last tip is to really take down things that you've done throughout your internship so your internship can be three months four months or six months long or even longer and you're not going to possibly remember every single thing that you have done since day one so what i do is that i create excel it's a bit nerdy but i do it anyways i create excel to just take down the things that i've done the tasks that i've been assigned to the projects that i'm taking on the clients that i'm working with which industry are they from what is the project about and what are my contributions what are my takeaways and trust me this has come in so handy because sometimes they don't tell you that you need to present something at the end of your internship and tell them about your internship experience and i'm so glad that i actually had this excel and i could look back on and just summarize a few things and present to my ex-colleagues so that has been really really helpful but i think more than that is really to track your progress and to see how far you've come through the six months and throughout the entire internship and really see how you've grown even from one internship to another and looking back and just comparing and analyzing to see you know what kind of work do you enjoy because as people no matter how good your memory is you will still get you know you'll still miss out a few things so i think tracking is really important and looking back to see the things that you've accomplished through the six months is also very fulfilling as well so and these are things that you can share with your friends and your family if they were to ask you anything about your internship you always have a place to you know look back to as well so yeah i think that is all so let me just tie it all back to the initial analogy that i was using about how you know we're looking at this uh, road ahead of us and how if you belong in the same camp as me i just want to encourage you that you know it's precisely because you don't know what each of the doors or each of the paths that you take and what it entails behind each door it's okay because with that you have less expectations and with ever that comes with the growth mindset you will always find it so fulfilling and you get to learn a thing on two from each of the paths that you take you know and we can maybe compare that with people in another camp where they exactly know which steps to take and which buses to take to get to their destination but maybe sometimes they are so clear of their steps that once they reach that stage, maybe they don't feel as fulfilling as they imagine it to be as well. So sometimes having low expectations can be a good thing and I'm trying to put it in a more positive light in that sense and make it more exciting 
um, if you belong in the same camp as me. So yeah, I just want to encourage everybody to really um, wear that thinking cap, you know, and wear that cap that um, allows you to go to many places with that growth mindset and that you will grow far and we will be able to grow as we go. So that is all for episode 5 of App and Flow. I hope you guys learn a thing or two from it, as always. So yeah, have a good week and I'll see you next time. Bye!